It's Tyler Dene and Fuzzy. Guaranteed at some point this weekend, you got a text from somebody who said, hey, did you see Harry Styles had a wardrobe malfunction on stage? Yeah, wow, wow, wow. In Los Angeles. Did he ever? Ooh. Uh, at first, when uh, my wife Kelly showed me this fuzz, she's like, dude, Harry Styles junk came out on stage. And yeah. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see the video. What's going on here? <laughs> what's what's Mr. Harry Styles working with? What's going yeah. on? Yeah. And after a careful review, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's cloth. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's underpants that yeah. you're seeing. Well, he straight up blew out the crotch. Like, like this was a big tear. There were, like, leather pleather pants, leather-ish pants, probably vegan leather or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he gets down on one knee, and he throws his left knee out to the side. And in that moment, <laughs> giant tear. And looks down, and he's like, oh, tuck that back in. So so Harry's, like, still performing the song. It's funny. It was uh, music for a sushi restaurant. It's a song he was doing. And then he's just like, keeps on going, yeah. knowing he has a giant rip in his pants. And then what does Harry Styles do when he's like, oh, I have a giant rip on my pants? He starts looking around on stage like anything I can cover up with, yeah. just in case I do have my jungle region out and yeah, all yeah. of TikTok has it on their phone right now. Yeah. And then he, next thing you know, Harry has a, a pride flag yeah. on stage, right? Wraps it around his waist. Wraps it around his waist. He's got this beautiful, what is that, uh, on your vacation, a sarong? Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, a nice. Yeah. He's got a nice sarong of the, of, the, of the pride flag, just covered himself, keeping it going. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is there's an internet conspiracy theory. Okay. Okay. This is Jennifer Aniston's fault, Fuzzy. What? So apparently another time that Jennifer Aniston was spotted at a Harry Styles show, uh-huh. another weird thing happened. It wasn't a wardrobe malfunction, but things just didn't go right. Okay. And people are like, that's because Harry's always had a crush on Jennifer Aniston. So it's that thing when your crush is around, everything goes wrong, whether it's your gym crush and you drop the weights mm-hmm. or, or end up spilling water all over yourself. Or, mm-hmm. uh, uh, oh. Yeah, yeah. So people are, are are blaming Jennifer Aniston for the bad luck, but also <laughs> thanking her for the bad luck because that's what might have gotten us a glimpse of of, of maybe not the full of his the, Harry Styles, the, the full the full Harry, but yeah. maybe like a little like a slight portion of it. Uh, one more interesting note about Harry Styles blowing out the crotch of his pants in a concert in uh-huh. L.A. is another celebrity who was there is Julie Bowen, who of course was uh, huge as the mom on Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. Now she was also at the show. And she had one of the most amazing signs that anybody could ever have at a concert. Uh-huh. So the sign, A, number one, it lit up. Okay. And it flashed lights. That's impressive because a lot of people do the, the Sharpie and stuff. And, again, you're dealing with a dark crowd and a dark arena, so it doesn't necessarily show. So a blinky sh- lights? Cool. Yeah, a light-up sign, and it said, Hey, Harry, I may be old, <laughs> but... I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and that right there is a reason to feel Get nervous it. Get it. about who's at your show. <laughs> Julie Bowen Get it. is a real one. Yes, that is fantastic. Is. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Well played. This is Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Would love to hear a uh, really dumb, just ridiculous, silly old reason <laughs> that you're upset with your partner. Uh, welcoming your stories, you can text them in to 98.5, 98.5. Uh, after this weekend, Fuzzy, my wife, Kelly, is not only angry with me, yeah. she's downright disgusted with what I did on Saturday. It's because you're in the midst of an identity crisis right now. You are the hairy guy, period. Your nickname in high school from your friends was Chimp. True. Because of how hairy you were. Yep. You've you've talked openly about how in grade four you'd look down as you were coloring and you'd look down at your knuckles and you'd say, Oh, 
Why are mine so hairy and nobody else is? Well, technically that was grade 10, but I mean, sure, pile on, fuzzy, pile on. Um, yeah, yeah, I uh, made a big mistake over the weekend yeah. that led to me shaving all of the hair off my arms by accident. Um, and when my wife Kelly realized this, she was like, what the hell is wrong with you? She said, and I quote, I can't have hairier arms than my husband. Oh, boy. That is not right. Yeah. And then we're watching TV together, and I got her curled up in my nook, and I'm like, oh, let's have a little cuddle. Here we are watching our show, having a little cuddle. You know what's not fun? Cuddling with a cactus. She's like, I can't do it. Yeah. Your arms are so prickly, it's disgusting. Yeah. So what happened was I uh, sitting there in the mirror looking at myself going, God, those shoulders are looking <laughs> Harry, <laughs> we're a long ways away from summer tank top season. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, things have been growing for a while. What if I just kind of even things out a little bit? And I start at the top of the shoulder and I start making my way down the arm, uh, the tricep, right? That's, yeah, that's the area, yeah, the tricep. Yeah. Get there and I'm going, yeah. okay, yeah, little there, little there. Okay, little, little, little lower. Yeah. Little lower. Wait, wait, let me try and even that out. Wait, no. Let me try. That's the problem. Let me, let me try. Now, you of all people who watches 50 billion beard videos a day know, should know that when when you're trying to even just, things out, it goes too far. I literally end up going from the top of my shoulder down to my fingertips. I shaved everything off. I have no hair on my arms for the first time since I was probably six years old. And I, I, I feel like a different person. And even it's even bothering me right. because right now I'm wearing a sweater. Yeah. I can't roll up my sleeves because it's like Velcro. <laughs> and it, it, at night, if I put my arm under my head and my, yeah. like a pillow, I, it's, I'm scratching myself. I'm sticking. My, my arm is sticking to my beard. It is disgusting. I think you might be looking at this the wrong way, though. Because let's think back to September. Your big thing was, hey, look, you know what? I'm making a change. I'm trying to be, well, I was going to say more fit for fall because that's what most of us would call it. But no, you went with less fit for fall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Or less fat for fall. Less fat for fall. So maybe this is you trying to better yourself again in a new year. Here we are. We're still in January. So people are still making changes and adjustments. And you have shaved in preparation for, I don't know, you want to become a swimmer. Oh. Or a cyclist. Okay, okay. Or a speed skater. Sure. Or any of those athletes that shave in order to increase their speeds. Okay, like like less less uh, less wind resistance. Less wind resistance. Or, or, less... or water resistance. Yeah. Oh. So maybe hmm. that's how you need to sell this to Kelly, but the only thing that you're going to have to do is you're going to have to back it up. Yeah, so I got to shave my back is what you're saying by back it up. <laughs> well, I was going to say or start doing some sort of exercise. Oh, right, right, right. right. Like, you I, know, maybe go to the Thorncliffe pool and do some swimming. Yeah, I heard it's I heard it's really fun there. They got some great lane swimming there. I, I, I could try that. But, like, also the, the rest of my body is is full-on uh, full wildebeest. So do I just right. go... Do I go all the way with everything and just see what happens? What you do for your personal grooming is your <laughs> own business. I, I really... I, you do what you got to do, man. But I'm just I'm just trying to help you out here, and, I, I, and, may, and maybe I do, I do appreciate that. Maybe 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 get Kelly back on your side with this. Yeah, uh, she uh, she's she's really weirded out. She's like, don't ever do that again. And I'm like, I didn't mean to the first time. I'm sorry, honey. I love you. I'm so sorry. It's quite weird. Like I have more hair on my arms right now than you are, and I don't even have that much hair. First time ever. But what we're learning this morning, and not to deflect away from me, there are other people driving their partners crazy with their behavior, and Nicole's on the line to share about her man. Tell us what he's doing, the, the really dumb thing that's driving you nuts. <laughs> um, well, he is incapable of ordering through the drive-thru right now. 
<laughs> um, so I've been reaching over him uh, to order through the speaker myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're shotgun trying to save it because he's going to ruin everything. Yeah, exactly. And if I if you want any substitutions, you know, no cheese, nothing that's not allowed. We have to go in and, and order that if there's any substitutions. He'll be like, okay, what do you want? What do you want? Quick, right now. <laughs> he needs a decision, like, right now. We can't sit there. Like, you know how sometimes you're... Like, oh, just one moment, I'll, I'll say hi when I'm ready type thing, right? That's not allowed. <laughs> so we have to know exactly what we're ordering um, exactly at that moment or else it's not being ordered. <laughs> what I love about your husband is the, the consideration that he has for others that aren't you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he orders and it's like, hi, <laughs> can I get a Big Mac with no cheese? <laughs> So he's a huge pain in your butt, but to everybody else, he's great. That's really funny. Yeah, pretty much. And that's uh, how it's been for uh, quite a significant amount of time. I've just realized that that's just one of the things I'm going to have to live with. <laughs> Here's a uh, important question, Nicole. Does he have hair on his arms or did he decide to accidentally <laughs> shave it all off this weekend? Uh, currently he does, but we have shaved them off before, and I've been listening. It is just as terrible. As- <laughs> <laughs> How long till the prickliness goes down? I, I need to know for, for my own, like, personal well-being and the ability to, to maybe, I don't know, have snuggle time with my wife. Uh, two months before it's, like, fully back to normal. <laughs> oh, geez. Wow. Maybe in my hair growth, that's a month and a half. <laughs> maybe. Are you, you kidding? You could be good by this afternoon. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Just like my long, flowing golden locks blowing in the wind, this podcast is free. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy on a Monday morning. Can we agree that sometimes Mondays are just plain rude? (laughs) Why Monday? You know what is very rude about this Monday morning? It's another snowy morning after we literally had the snowiest day in the history of the month of January. Oh, wow. For all time on Friday. Woo! I was looking at the forecast being like, do I got to worry about anything yesterday? Yeah. At first it was telling me, no, I wake up this morning. There's more snow? <laughs> what the heck is that? That is so damn a rude. Snow is pretty rude, but you know what's even ruder? What's even ruder than snow? Black lights. Uh, black lights, why you gotta be so rude? My wife and I at Disneyland, uh, Disney World actually, I'm standing in line for the Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. Amazing ride, super cool. One of the waiting zones has a bunch of black lights. Not, don't think anything about it, except I'm wearing a off-white cream hoodie, which I wear on a fairly regular basis. Wear it to the gym, wear it here to work, wear it to the grocery store. It's a nice, lightweight hoodie, right? Perfect okay, jacket. Okay, okay, okay. Only thing is, in black light, it looks like a mayonnaise truck exploded all over it. Oh. <laughs> Fuzzy. <laughs> no, there's, li- there's lots of reasons a lot of times detergents have things that make things show up like that. And if I was with somebody mature... Then it wouldn't have been an issue. However, my wife was like, <laughs> uh, "I feel like that is the scripture nobody needed this morning." It looks like a mayonnaise truck exploded. Fuzzy, that comment is pretty rude this morning.
Uh, another reason that Monday is is pretty rude. It's the day after another episode of The Last of Us. Okay. Where we just still do not know what characters to get attached to. Oh. You meet them and you're like, ooh, I like this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they all about? Yeah. I bet they're going to be on the show for a really, really long... Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. And yesterday's characters were the most beautiful story you ever saw in your life. It was so rude. Wasn't sure the uh, love story between two men involving Nick Offerman was the thing I needed in my life on a Sunday oh, night. Okay. But it was absolutely freaking beautiful. I'm going to be honest, when you said it was a TV show and you were talking about Sunday night, I thought you were going to talk about Milf Banner, which again, why you got to be so rude. Yeah. Why you gotta yeah. Be so rude. A, uh, tough situation. <laughs> a lot of get caught up on a Monday morning, but we will do our best. Monday, please be nice to us. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio. Every scar has a story. We want you to tell and tell with Discovery. And on this cold, snowy morning in Calgary, we want to know how did winter hurt you? Let's be honest. We've all been there. Things get slippery. Yep. Things get slick. You slide. And maybe, just maybe, you think, maybe I, too, can be a winter sports athlete. (laughs) And then things go horribly wrong four times, like this incredible story from our friend Calvin. Oh, goodness gracious. So I was about 11 the first time we went snowboarding and skiing, my parents. And we're out in Canmore. I forget what lodge it was. I think it was like the Caribou Inn or something, or Caribou Lodge. I don't know. It's pretty fancy. And so we booked the reservation that afternoon. And about an hour and a half later, I decided I was going to go onto the terrain park on my snowboard. And I pancaked off a jump. Ended up nailing my wrist and broke it. So rushed down to uh, Canmore Emergency, I believe. And parents had to call the resort when we're on the bus and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to be a little late. Um, (laughs) My son injured himself. And I'm like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh, they're going to be mad at me. So we we get out of the hospital. They're like two hours late. And they're like, oh. You're the boy who crashed. <laughs> the boy who crashed. The boy who crashed. <laughs> yeah, so I got that nickname. The next year, we went to the same place, same same time of the year, broke my other wrist. No! Ah! No, no, you did I not. I know, right? What? <laughs> and then, it gets better, it was the same server, and he's like, you crashed again. Oh, no. He remembered like, you. I'm like, yes. The boy that crashed. The next year, I broke the same wrist. No, no, first no, year. But then we had a different server, but they remembered me. The legend. It, the legend kept going. Wow. Oh, it gets better because it happened one more year. No! Yes. Okay, I'm going to ask the question again. It happens three times. It happened four times. And you still go one more time. That was the end yes. of your snowboarding attempts, was it? Yes, yes, I was done after that. Oh, you know what? I feel like Kelvin... You are an inspiration because, you know, on this cold, snowy day where maybe some of us don't feel like getting out of bed, Calvin, you are the definition of picking yourself up and trying again. Absolutely. Even though you really oh, shouldn't have. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I know I shouldn't have. And, yeah, no, I, I don't. I no longer snowboard. <laughs> 
Calvin, uh, people in Canmore still probably speak of your legend, uh, and we're happy you shared this story with us. <laughs> yeah, no problem, guys. On a cold, cold Calgary morning, we want to know, how did winter hurt you? It could be emotionally, like this morning, waking up to more snow after Friday was the worst <laughs> snowiest day ever. Or fuzzy could be like our friend Calvin we just had on, yeah, who not only broke his wrist snowboarding in Canmore once, twice, three, it was... Fourth time's a charm. Four times. You think about it, winter sports, whether it's snowboarding, skiing, heck, you could even have a curling accident where you drop a... Somebody dropped a, a curling stone on your, on your foot. But I, I think skates have to be one of those things that are constantly causing winter injuries. Yeah, with the story of uh, how winter hurt her and left her scarred for life, here's our friend Sam. Uh, so I was 18 and I was going to a hockey school um, and we had this locker room where there was a curtain between the Under Armour room and the locker room so that the male coaches could still come in um, and I was coming late from school or whatever and I started changing and I realized I need my water bottle or something so I go running under the curtain and a girl on our team unfortunately who was only like 14 or 15 at this point uh, stepped on top of my foot with her skate and mm. my bare foot mm. Um, mm. so it cut both tendons in my oh. foot and chipped the bone and a bunch of other things oh. and unfortunately there was also a grate right underneath that so the blood was gushing through the grate yeah. and you can imagine a bunch of high school girls screaming running to the coach telling them that a girl had chopped my foot off oh <laughs> It was quite intense, um, and to this day, I still have a gnarly scar on my foot, and I can only move my big toe um, certain ways, so that's why I still have trouble wearing heels. <laughs> I have been just, like, stomping my yes. feet and, like, kicking this entire time you're telling that story. I oh, I feel so like I'm there, and it just is... is a, inappropriate because it's a girl's locker room. <laughs> B, also, there's blood everywhere, so it's like a horror movie, and I, I yo, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, it wasn't very fun, um, but it all worked out fine, and I felt bad for the girl, but she was my also my roommate, so she was basically my slave for the next couple weeks. Uh, yeah, she was. <laughs> so what happened with the hockey? Like, were you out for a really long time? Were you able to play again? Well, because of the fact that the, the hockey skate is really stiff, right? So I was out for a couple weeks, and then I wore a walking cast and then came back for playoffs. So, oh, yeah. tell me you won the big game. It worked out. <laughs> no, we didn't. But don't worry. It's all right. <laughs> wow. Oh, man, that is a crazy story. <laughs> it's Discovery. We want to know, how did winter hurt you? Got a story. Text 985-985. Uh, here with a story about how she is scarred for life after trying to be a snowboarder is our friend Becca. So I actually went snowboarding. It was my first time snowboarding, and I was super nervous. I was doing mostly, like, the bunny hills to kind of learn. And finally, I worked up the courage to go, you know, take the ski up and go on the big hill. But I was not prepared at all. Um, I ended up, like, falling and hurting myself so badly. I did, like, a flip in the air. Oh. I hit one of the, like, ramps that people do, like, tricks on. Oh. And somehow I lost my board. And I ended up, like, cutting my leg open. And the scar looks like a Nike check. Oh, Whoa. you're branded. <laughs> yes, I'm branded. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I mean, like, usually it's pretty sweet if you can do a flip in the air with a snowboard. <laughs> <laughs> if you're intentionally trying to do it, but, like, I only did it because I fell. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you poor thing. It's a fun story to tell, but <laughs> it was crazy when it happened. 
how do you get medical attention on a ski hill like that? You're all bundled up. You got, you know, you got your like snow pants going on. You got a big jacket. You got your big boots on. Like you go to the bottom of the hill and then you just like raise your hand and say, I'm bleeding or what do you do? They have like a medic there, but they really only have like a first aid kit. So I had to go to the hospital and it was at least like a half hour away. Oh, yeah. I like to picture like you see on uh, on cartoons on anytime something happened on a mountain where a giant St. Bernard with a barrel full of whiskey around his neck would show up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> we want to know how did winter hurt you? A lot of winter is really, really fun. I mean, fuzzy. There's, there's, uh, oh, we got, we got like tobogganing yeah. is super fun. Super fun. Snowboarding and skiing. And people love going out to the mountains and doing those things. You could even do uh, snowshoeing. I've yeah. never done it. I'm sure that's kind of neat. You can play hockey. I mean, there's always sticks and pucks that you have to worry about. And yeah. sometimes you also have to worry about skates. Yeah, yeah. Anytime you uh, do discovery talking about things that happen in winter that left you scarred for life, you gotta, you gotta look to the blades on those skates and this story from Sarah. So when I was younger, I did a lot of skating. My dad used to make a rink for us on our, on our yard, and uh, my sister's friends would come over and skate and be fun. And I'm five years older than my sister, so her friends were a lot younger and couldn't tie up their skates themselves. So I would tie their skates and then help them take them off, and it would be fine. But uh, one day, my friends or my uh, sister's friends' skate got stuck. And so I'm pulling on it as hard as I can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I literally took the blade to my right eye, like the corner of my right eye, right below my um, eyebrow. Yeah. Oh, my. So still have the scar, but lots of fun. <laughs> and then when I went to the doctors, the only doctor on call was this extremely old man. Oh, no. Who had very shaky hands. No. No. Yeah. And so back then, they didn't have the lovely glue, so he had to stitch, hand stitch. I think I had five or six stitches, hand stitched by this man with very shaky hands. Oh, no, Sarah, it's the worst. Yeah, so definitely have a huge scar. I think if I would have had glue, it would have been fine because it would have been hidden by my eyebrow here, but yeah, not, not this time. Sarah, I don't know if you realize how interactive this story is. <laughs> The entire time you've been telling it, I've been rubbing that exact spot yeah. on my own yeah. face. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, it's bad. And my kids tell her their friends the story when they go skating. Like, hey, did you know that my mom almost lost her eye? I didn't almost lose my eye, but it was close. Yeah. Skates are so dangerous. My little yeah. guy just started skating not too long ago, and he chucked a, a tantrum with his skates on, like kicking oh. and screaming with these blades on, and we couldn't get near him because no. we didn't want like, So we were just like, you do you and lay in the snow and kick and scream for a little while yeah. until it's safe to come near you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, totally. He's going to get an artery or something. That's yes! not going to be a fun experience. Wow. I'm never going to skate again. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. With some relationship advice you've just learned? Yeah. Now, the thing with relationship advice is that it can come from all kinds of different places, right? Whether it's friends, uh, TikTok, therapists, TV shows. You can even get relationship advice from eavesdropping on other people's conversations, which is where I got this <laughs> next little nugget from. I heard the statement while in Disney World, in line for a ride, unless you'll be mad about it still in five years, does it really matter? 
Boom. And I went, holy smokes, that's brilliant. This was an elderly couple that was directly behind us, and they were talking to another elderly couple that was behind them. I thought they knew each other. Turns out they didn't. Great advice, right? Yeah, that's great advice. But is it weird that it came from a brother and sister that owned a business together for 50 years and were traveling across America in an RV? Sure, yeah, that sounds a little, uh, little, little, maybe a little different, okay? I just completely assumed, like, we heard the story, we talked, we heard them talk about how they ran a business together and they're traveling in an RV and we're like, okay, cool, they're, they're a married couple that worked together forever. My parents did that. My wife's parents farmed together. Like, like that's the same type of thing. And if you're looking for somebody who can give you some some pointers based on, like, time, yeah. sharing their wisdom, yeah. who better than an OG who's been married for a real, real of long time course. working in that st- stressful situation and working with your partner? And then you find out that, no, they're not married, and you're like, okay. And I wasn't the only one who was like, oh, is that weird? And then the, the other elderly couple that they were talking to said, well, that's the only reason that works for you guys is because there's no sexual tension between the two of you. And then you're like, okay, then you're thinking about the elderly couple and sexual tension, and you're like, okay, Dib's not. Dib's not having that live in my brain. The the OG nugget that was there is like, unless you're going to be mad about it still in five years, is it really really worth being mad about? That's that's pretty intense. So let's put this into practice. Let's say you're fighting with your your partner Mm -hmm. tonight Mm -hmm. because you asked them to pick something up and they didn't mm-hmm. or or they were supposed to pick up a kid at school and they didn't mm-hmm. and the kid sat out there. Okay, that's a bad example because that's like <laughs> a pretty big foul. But let's just say you throw it out there. If you're still going to be mad about this in five years, yeah. then we can fight about it. If not, yeah. we're good to leave it leave it be. If they forgot to thaw the chicken out for dinner tonight, right. maybe let's not make it about lost children. Right, right, right. Are you still going to be mad about that in five years? Yeah, 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 yeah. There are some people who will be mad about that in five years, and to that I say, well, maybe maybe you should call your shot and go a different way. Maybe maybe you just say five minutes, five hours, five days, five five months, and and build your way up at five 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 years. I I feel like you know what? You take all the stuff about picturing those old people doing it and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) You take that out of it. That is a great nugget of advice. We invite you to use it for your next fight. There you go. And let us know how it works. You're listening to Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here live weekdays, 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.